Welcome to Beyond BIM. In today's episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing Christian Frey, a Senior Manager and Innovation and Patent Coordinator at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Christian has a strategic vision at Siemens within the Smart Infrastructure headquarters. It is specifically tied to the digital twinning of buildings. He's also the co-author of Buildings and Beyond, which is an expert study about digitization and artificial intelligence. But today we discuss how digital twinning can help create new personalized services inside buildings and also how to obtain a more cost-effective, straightforward and sustainable smart building with digital twins. Digitally twinning an entire building is something quite different from an aircraft engine. And Christian reminds us that the building twin application allows for a connected digital representation of a physical building. It also brings together dynamic and static data from multiple sources in a 3D model, which then is supposedly assisting us in more effective and informed decision making. To hear more on this and beyond, let's listen to what Christian has to say on digital twin buildings and the research at Siemens. Could you start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself, Christian, and what led you to your interest into the built environment and digital twins in the first place? My name is uh, Christian Freyer and I work for Siemens Smart Infrastructure at their headquarters uh, based in Zug, Switzerland. In 2011, after I restarted with Siemens Building Technologies at their headquarters in Zug as head of innovation, um, I was contacted by Fraunhofer Institute to uh, participate in a European FP7 research project, which was a frame program at this time, the seventh frame program from the EU for uh, resilience of large-scale urban build infrastructure. Now, the goal was of the project was uh, to improve the security and resilience of large multifunctional building complexes to natural and man-made disasters by providing a methodology and tools which enable to include security and resilience from an early design and planning phase of such projects. So BIM technology was a central part in this project at this time. And as we, as in Siemens, as we did evacuation of pedestrians in buildings, I decided to participate in the consortium and we convinced the jury and received the funding, luckily. So in order to prepare the implementation of tools and the codification of new standards, we modeled and simulated uh, hazards, which were significantly relevant for the construction and operation of large, larger building complexes and embedded into our urban infrastructure. So today, a digital twin is for many different products are simulated and digitally optimized before they go into production in multiple pieces. However, a building is only built once, and even if they look the same like the twin towers, um, the usage is completely different. And in order to avoid misunderstanding, even within Siemens, we call our twins the building twins. And did your uh, original background stem from the built environment or from another sector? Well, I'm a communication engineer. That was my uh, what I studied. 
And uh, I, I, I started um, after university, I started with Siemens in Karlsruhe for uh, video surveillance, actually. So, and then I went to a company, uh, external company for digital video transmission. And I came back to Siemens uh, to uh, for in the security sector. And then I went off again <laughs> to become a patent engineer. I was leading a, a patent um, office. And uh, then uh, I, I was getting back to Siemens uh, to this uh, smart building infrastructure company. Yeah. Yeah. And there's been obviously a lot of talk about digital twins by governments, researchers, and of course, technology providers like Siemens. But for the novice, how would you describe what a digital twin is in the context of buildings? The building twin, as we call it, as I said, allows a connected digital representation of a physical building. And it brings together machine-readable, dynamic and static data from multiple sources in one model and enables with informed and effective decisions to be made. So it bridges the physical and digital world through sensors that collect real-time data within a physical environment. It provides real-time understanding of how a building is performing, enabling immediate immediate adjustments to optimize energy efficiency and to provide data to improve the design of future buildings. So as designed and as built models will be synchronized, thus allowing companies to continuously monitor the real progress against the initial BIM-based planning. The result is a more cost-effective, straightforward and sustainable smart building. So in the beginning, the architects has a nice design, but at the end of the day, we need a good performance of the building, which is cost-efficient and also um, environmental friendly. And is that something that you're seeing taking place or shifting with the customers or clients that you're already working with. Is that something that architects, designers, engineers are starting to come to grips and understand the potential of digital twins? Yeah, it is It is starting. And uh, also with um, the Building Smart International, where, where I also, um, where Siemens is a member of, uh, and I, I'm participating here, we try to bring this understanding also to the construction industry. I mean, there are studies that shows that the construction industry has uh, not the same, let's say, um, efficiency um, like, let's say, uh, automotive industry and, and other uh, building um, manufacturing industries. So we, uh, it's starting to take off and also customers are asking more and more, especially for this uh, BIM based planning so they have a, a clear understanding of what they will get at the end and uh, also the german government has uh, this digital building uh, project though so, and for for larger uh, projects you have to submit uh, your digital representation so it's taking off slowly but uh, we we also try to push it of course and you mentioned automotive and manufacturing there. So some skeptics might say that, well, is it really feasible for us to scale digital twins to such an extent for a building? What would you say to that? Or what have you noticed the differences between aviation, automotive versus buildings? 
Yeah, this is also also internally we have some some misunderstanding. Let's say it was in the beginning, because uh, when our uh, industry guys were, were talking about a, a digital twin, they thought, okay, I design a motor, I see where the heat uh, sources are, so how can I limit this uh, heat on a certain in certain places and so on? And they did a lot of simulation in this this part. And once they have the optimum. A digital representation of this motor that they build it a hundred thousand times we have a problem in our building industry that a building is only built once and even as i said if they look the same they have a different uh, op operation and for this we have to make sure that we also have in the beginning a, a good simulation of of the behavior of the building later on because from the life cycle cost of a building, at only 20% is used for the uh, design and construction. The operation phase is another 80%. And here is where you really spend a lot of money. And if you have an efficient building, for, if efficient also not only from the energy side, but also from the usage by your employees, which is the highest cost actually in this uh, uh, environment, then um, you have a, a, a huge saving. And many companies, uh, they, they change after, they also have to adapt to the market, so they change the usage of their office space and, and, and other stuff. And this can be uh, uh, optimized in the, with a digital twin, with a building twin. And then once you know, okay, it's working now, then you go into the uh, physical uh, realization phase. And then in conjunction with that, if we start looking at the ways in which buildings are managed and businesses that do manage buildings. So have you noticed in the work that you've conducted so far that those businesses are changing? Have they become more digitized? Are they incorporating IoT more? Um, yeah, and unfortunately now we see that we have to rethink the usage of our building due to uh, the COVID-19 virus. So you have to uh, to uh, make sure that you uh, have the distance between the people, that uh, the usage of, of, of the rooms and also maybe all the toilets and so on is, uh, is changing. And if, if you have no digital representation and you can, cannot make the simulation, then it's a huge drawback. Um, and so also the redigitalization of buildings will become more and more important by scanning them and creating a digital representation. So uh, you know you don't know what what's coming, but uh, uh, you have to uh, to prepare and adapt to certain circumstance, uh, not only business driven, but also as you see now uh, driven by the uh, by a virus. Yeah, indeed, and. Given the ongoing challenges that we have just alone with the pandemic, if we're talking about digitizing our buildings and trying to implement digital twins, what are some of the challenges that you are seeing persistently at Siemens? At Siemens, I mean, we have many office buildings and uh, our Siemens real estate, they, uh, they um, have to operate them and they have to operate them also in an efficient way. And uh, the challenge is always that uh, customers uh, have, a, let's say, a, a chance to uh, to uh, to select which 
building they want to use as an office building or whether even if they build their own office building, then um, to bring this understanding also uh, into the design phase, that's still a bit of a, a challenge. I see that um, architects, they, they like to, to have a beautiful building, but in order to make sure that you have an efficient uh, operation phase, this is not that uh, in their mind uh, right in the beginning. To, to my understanding. And therefore, our knowledge has to uh, to take place also in the design phase already so that we can uh, also consult the building designers with our experience from the operation phase. And for smaller businesses, so SMEs, small to medium-sized enterprises, they would probably view cost and funding as the first hurdle. So is digital twinning affordable for SMEs or is this something for larger organizations? No, it's, it's also for, for the, for even for private housing, it is uh, useful um, because as I said, the saving comes later on. A problem that we face is maybe that the investor is not the user of the building. Yes. Then he, he wants to build um, a cheap and uh, with a high profit, uh, but um, the the user, the end user, the, who rents the office space or the space in the building, then he has a drawback, and his cost is maybe higher uh, in the operation. That's why um, we we have to uh, to make sure that. Also, the investor is convinced that if he spends a bit more money in the beginning, it pays off at the end. And I think also the uh, the, the users of a building will look um, more closer to the operational cost at the end of the day. It's like with a car. When you buy a car that consumes 15 liters per hundred kilometer, then you rethink twice, even if it's a nice, beautiful car. Right? Right. The same with buildings. Uh, so if you rent a building and you sign a, a performance contract right in the beginning, um, which some companies do now when they uh, enter a building, then it is a different story. And for those that are occupying the building, would they ever come face to face with a digital twin? Is there any interface for those that are, let's say, not building owners, but occupants of those spaces right um, there is uh, and for this we have our comfy app it's an app that uh, let's say if you look for a free uh, meeting room or a, a telephone cell to have a, a quiet call um, then you can use this app uh, in order to find this and occupy it even or if you look for a colleague in a in a, in a big office once want to know where he's sitting because you want to talk to him personally, then you can use this app in, and, and you get even direction to this uh, to your colleague. And the next is also the, um, where we also use this app is also about the uh, office environment. So uh, that let's say the temperature. Uh, today in, in older buildings, you even have to stand up and set the temperature of, of uh, that you like. And um, now with no open office space, everybody will change the temperature <laughs> and this is not really uh, useful. So yeah. the app allows you to, to tell whether you feel, uh, whether you are too cold, too warm, 
or if you feel okay. And based on the average from every user around you in your environment, the temperature is, is set. And if you are the only one feeling, uh, let's say, too warm, just take your jacket off and then that's it. Is this sort of one step closer to personalized services in a building? Also, yeah. I mean, you can, even if you uh, receive, let's say, a post for yourself, then you can get a notification and even uh, the direction where you have to pick up the, the post. Uh, or if you print something and you have a central printer and uh, maybe you're in a in an unknown office space uh, just for that meeting, then you get the direction to that printer. So there are many possibilities um, to interact with, with the building once it is uh, digitized. I guess that is also an opportunity for new business models as well. So do the digital twins also open up an opportunity for SMEs to potentially offer new services? Absolutely. I mean, it's an ecosystem. And what we what we do as a building twin is that we provide, let's say, the basis with static and dynamic data. And if you have smart idea, you can put it into an app, say, uh, make money with that. It's so easy these days. And uh, I mean, we see from Google, when you use Google Maps, you can have also now indoor maps uh, and uh, have similar services uh, like you have on, on Google Maps. You can also put in uh, indoor navigation and uh, also for shops, for indoor shops, uh, let's say you have a you have a, a shop in a shopping center, but it's in the third floor. And until the customer arrives in the, on, on the third floor, he has no more money. So he, he is not able to buy your stuff. Yeah, yeah. So if you, if you uh, let's say, uh, give him a message once he enters the shopping center, and say, if you come by the next uh, in the next 20 minutes, uh, you get a discount of 5%. And then he thinks, oh, wow then let's go to the search floor first to get the discount because I wanted to go there anyway. So, so it's, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, and this is just spontaneously now uh, that comes to my mind. And if you really do a brainstorming uh, innovation session on what's possible, once you have all this data, then yeah. you, you can uh, create much more positive uh, uh, apps and, and support to your customers. So it becomes like an, an avenue for new business opportunities, but also business model innovation for some companies. Um, so that's really interesting. And, and you mentioned ecosystem there. So where does Siemens fit into the digital twin ecosystem right now? Uh, as I said, we, we would like to, to get into this ecosystem earlier already in the design phase, and then later on support uh, the, uh, our customers and the tenants uh, with, our, with our technology in the operation phase, like performance contracting, where we say, uh, well, um, we, we do a measurement on your um, installation. And um, what we did, for, for example, in our, in our own uh, building, what we found out that we have a, a water consumption over the weekend and we were wondering where it's coming from. And uh, what we found out later on that it was uh, the flush in, on, the, uh, on the toilet that was hanging happens quite often. So, and this can only be found out once you have the data. 
And this is exactly what we would like to, to provide to our customers uh, and uh, not only by, our, by ourselves, but also, as I said, on an open platform, uh, on our building twin uh, platform that we, uh, that we are able to um, save time, money, and uh, create a healthy environment for all of us. Excellent. And uh, where could our listeners find out more about the research and development work done by Siemens on digital twins? Yeah, we have a, a website. Uh, it's uh, the smart infrastructure website. If you uh, type it, Google uh, Siemens Building Twin, then you will directly find the latest news on uh, on our uh, Building Twin uh, research and uh, our offerings. Thank you for tuning in to listen to Beyond BIM podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more from our latest episodes, then you can visit Beyond BIM, which is available on SoundCloud and iTunes and all the other major podcast providers. Thank you.